Did you know that um, gummy candy edibles are scheduled to, but if they are in bear-shaped form, like a gummy bear, they're actually schedule one. I think that's true. Someone might have to like fact check me on that, but yeah. The shape makes all of the difference. I'm saying this because, um, because it feels almost like a sequel to the first episode, which I guess is kind of like a trailer or whatever. Um, eating at the Capitated Gummy Bear, which is, has been the most listened to episode because it has such a great title and it's actually probably the most um, uniform and compact and um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I think the, there's a slight tickling of an edible in me um, and it's, it's just really funny retelling that story about eating half a gummy bear and getting so fucking high off of it um, that being my first experience with edibles and then being like oh oh I like it I think I'd like this so where are we and I am reminded of this I'm not gonna whatever talk much about it but I gave my friend a 10 milligram gummy candy and it got him too high and I felt really bad and we went on a walk and it kind of just reminded me a lot of when I got too high for the first time um but <laughs> yeah I mean don't obviously always tell someone how much something has and trying best guess how it might affect them you might not always be right um but yeah and i wonder if just you know gummy bears are such a good way to deliver versus like candy or um or other things i mean with brownies and chocolates you do have more fat that could bind too but there's maybe there's just something special about the gummy bear maybe it's all in our head so um these candies are called the um cosmic candies i left somewhat of a really short review on the patreon don't forget about our patreon it's there very cool so cool i'm really poor but i won't depress you with that because if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably already seen it. Um, but anyway, I might leave one, especially once, you know, this edible really gets going. And, um, yeah, that's where I leave the best reviews, or at least with the shit that I've tried. Um, now, back to that, yeah. Gummy bears, probably my second favorite. Um, my 
favorite way to consume is always like a tincture or a drink. Um, I got some of those. Um, and then I actually got, I usually get the 20 milligrams of these things. Like, I can't remember the name, but you can either drink them or add them to your drink. Um, they're pretty flavorful, so I just drink them. I got a 100 one, but it's actually more like a very thick syrup. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Because I don't think I can drink the 100 milligram. I think that is actually more of like a syrup that I'm going to have to add to a drink or something. Yeah, but I should say that tinctures are like my favorite way especially Grand Revolution, kind of clear. It doesn't really have anything kosher. So important. Um, and, well, I want to talk about one special effect of um, weed. Because Valentine's Day is coming up and, <laughs> you know, I'm not one to give any love advice or any relationship advice, but, um, you know, weed is an aphrodisiac. And what is an aphrodisiac, you ask? Okay, we interrupt this um, recording really quick to say that we have 420 plays. And if you just heard that, that's my cat running around. She just turned one. Yay, baby. Um, but 420, smoke them, folks, or eat them, or whatever, however you want. There's, like, weed lube. Some is better than other, which is, again, back to what I was thinking about. An aphrodisiac, named after Aphrodite, the goddess of love and sex. One must imagine Sisyphus crying because he has to fucking push up a boulder every fucking day he's not happy about it but anyway an aphrodisiac it's kind of like a sex enhancer supposedly can be their medicine could be natural can be food um but it means to like increase libido or your sex drive okay according to um wikipedia the um aphrodisiacs can be done in um either a non-plant base you know not weed and plant baits like weed we hit the jackpot because not only is um you know weed under the aphrodisiac weed even has its own wikipedia page called cannabis and sex let's go so some people report that um they experience increased sex drive um with weed and in my experience um I have, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if the strain makes a difference. Again, we still have to get into that really scientific episode about sativa and um, sativa and um, indica. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of research because, again, we made the joke of like, haha, one gummy bear is schedule one, but the gummy candy is schedule two. They're technically both schedule one under this like really awful, regressive um, federal law that, you know, we have. It's just, just gosh. We need a green revolution. What <laughs> I just want to say, my homies, Masters and Johnsons, you know, the ones who wrote a lot about sex, apparently in 1979 did a study on it. Cool. Some think it's kind of like a placebo effect. Um, you know, higher arousal because of um, ingesting cannabis. I will say personally for me, it's a reality. But yeah, maybe if you want to have some extra fun on Valentine's Day and something that you just enjoy, you know, there you go. There's that piece of information. Um, something about legal stuff about not being a licensed therapist or anything. I'm just a girl with a podcast that gets really high and just got 420 plays. But, um, I, um, do have that Master and Johnson's book. I will, I will read it one day. Maybe we can read it together one day. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely one thing, you know, that can augment experience or sex drive besides um you know we there is this other aphrodisiacs there's so many um some are synthetic and one of them is adderall though when i take it um doesn't have the effect that weed usually does on my sex drive doesn't really change it um so now i want to talk about that aphrodisiac actually I'm still high, but, um, and I guess you can stop listening if you really don't want to listen anymore to me talk about the Adderall shortage, if you've seen me on Twitter or anywhere, really, or, you know, are still listening now, because it's something that's really, 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 really fucked up, and I love complaining, and what else do I, you know, it's, I think it's important to think about, and I think it, this maybe thinking more about like when I mentioned like you know how there's not a lot of studies with weed because of the regulations and you know this regressive drug policy that we have at a national level and that also affects prescribed medication especially um you know Adderall which I take because I have ADHD. One time I said that I feel like I would not have as much fun being high as if I, if I wasn't neurodivergent. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that, but some other people who are neurodivergent also agreed. So maybe there's something to it. The thing is, is that I'm neurodivergent. I have ADHD and the Adderall shortage is not really a joke to me. So there's an Adderall shortage. Adderall is something that I take so I can function. Um, it's what makes me be able to do things. It's, it's, it really helps my brain. It really improves my life. It's been scientifically proven, you know? And one thing is that um, a lot of people are like, 
if I'm mad at people that pretend to have ADHD to get drugs or that people on TikTok have done it so that everyone has been diagnosed. And um, I just want to say that maybe that kind of plays into this narrative by a certain regulatory agency about um, what's going on, you know, you know, um, sort of treating people who take Adderall um, as legal junkies. And I mean, like any this kind of judgment on on people who do drugs legally or illegally or whatever kills. It makes life very, very hard. And, you know, it feels like no one cares or no one, you know, that my no doctor or pharmacist has talked to me about like a sort of like replacement or or has given me any assurance or really seems to care like as if I didn't have any glasses and everyone's like sorry the glasses shop is done and and, and, and a lot of it it's like you know can be done speak to cultural attitude is something else I have to deal with um, for my anxiety, my anxiety medication. But I digress. And the fact is that, um, you know, VA will throw words, say things like overdiagnose or that there's an increase in people taking, you know, ADHD medication or that there is... Um, and that maybe we need to start in regulation or whatever. So they know there's an increase. So, but they won't increase production. Is it a thing to just force us off? Is it, you know, in in and it, it's it just feels like a very 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 awful path that we're looking at when it comes to that because you know I'm, me be someone who is taking it and has a script for it I wonder like how difficult will it be for someone who might finally be diagnosed and might finally get treatment and it's gonna be such an uphill battle like that's not good that's ableism that kills Okay, I didn't mean to get so serious, but maybe it is a really serious situation in, in that we're going through. And maybe it's just something to really think about and to think about our relationships with, like, regulatory agencies, the media, each other, who's deserving and who's not deserving. What are our priorities, you know? Maybe something to really think about. It would be cool. It would be so cool. You know, Washington State, you can always, you know, change some of your uh, marijuana laws to make it better. Like, I don't know, having a third place or a mutual consumption site, that would be super cool. Just throwing it out there. Oh, thank you. Hope everyone has a happy Valentine's. We did it. We got 420. Smoke him, drink him, or whatever. Bye.